everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Lehman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, I know that you have cupcakes that you're not sharing with me for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons being that we're not in the same location. But instead of making jokes about cupcakes for your birthday, I am going to preface this conversation with any sudden ow will be me being bit by the cat that is running between my legs constantly and rubbing his head all over me. This is where the bite will happen. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's kind of shitty, Mike, for you. It is shitty. I don't like being bit. I'm not a fan of it. I know what no one does. <laughs> no, he's he likes to bite when he wants attention. And I don't know what the hell he wants attention for, because I fed him like 20 minutes ago. So, yeah, sh- shut up. Anyway, how are you doing? Good, Mike. Good. That's it. No, no, like singing of happy birthday for me. I was kind of expecting sort of the Marilyn Monroe treatment here. Well, didn't isn't the happy birthday song copyrighted? They fixed that, didn't they? They changed That's, it. Yeah, it's no longer copyrighted. Now public domain. Well, if that's the case, then I am still not going to sing for you. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I will say happy birthday to you because, yeah, it was your birthday yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Turned 37 years old. Can you believe it, Mike? Holy shit. We're when, old. When we, when we met each other, we were what? 15, I guess. Grade 10. Like, so. Grade 10. I think you're 15 years old. Yeah. It's horrifying. So, my, my God, it's been a long time. We've known each other longer than we haven't known each other. Exactly. I was about to say that. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Oh. And he'll be following me up soon. What, yep. two weeks? Why, well, not quite two weeks now. A little less yeah, than Yeah, a little less than so. two weeks. Yeah. And I mean, uh, what else did you get as a nice birthday present? You also got your second shot in the last couple of days, too. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Tiff and I both got our second shots. So now we can base our entire personality over having been fully vaccinated, you know, <laughs> as you do. Uh, mm-hmm. So we got that on Sunday morning. So the day before my birthday. And, you know, aside from the sort of sore arm, that was kind of all we felt that day until the next morning. When Tiff could barely get out of bed, <laughs> mm, not so. <laughs> and fun. I was, I was feeling a little achy, kind of like you know, ankles, joints, back, kind of thing. But I don't know if you get this, but if you're gonna get the flu, like the day before, you kind of feel a little like physically shitty. It was kind of like that, but I was, I was still very mobile and stuff. Like it wasn't dragging me down uh, as much as the other option would. But so it was kind of funny because my big birthday gift from Tiff was the afternoon and early evening to myself. She took both the boys around at 3.30 and went to her parents' house and got back around 8.30 at night. And then on my actual birthday, I got to watch the kids almost solo yes. <laughs> the entire day. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, this is a weird sort of turnaround sort of thing. But uh, I felt bad for her. I'd rather, I'd rather her not be sick than anything else. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that was about it. I mean, once you start hitting these ages, Mike, you don't do anything too special. We ordered the keg for dinner, which, if you're not from Canada, is like a, I don't know, would you say like an upscale steakhouse? I would say so, yeah. Oh, yeah, upscale-ish. It's not like Ruth Chris where you're paying like $100 for the steak. No, no, not that's not super upscale. Yeah, yeah, It's but it's still good. It's not 1% only people. That's right. It's still good. Did mm-hmm. I ever tell you I went to Ruth Steak one or sorry, Ruth Steak, Ruth Chris's once because Tiff and I ordered like a Niagara Falls uh, weekend package. And as part of it, you get like coupons for various locations and stuff. Right. Uh, and one of them was a $75 coupon for Ruth Chris. And I was like, OK, you know what? That sounds pretty good. I'm sure it's expensive, but how expensive could it be? Like the cheapest thing on the menu, Mike, was like $75. Oh, wow. So you basically got an appetizer or something with your yeah. coupon. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's like, okay, well, I guess $75 isn't the worst. But Oh, that's just for the steak. That's not for like the vegetables that would come on the plate as well. That's a separate thing you have to order. And like, needless to say, Mike, I'm never going back. It was good, but it was not $75 steak good. No. Th- that's the real question. Was it worth it? Cause Absolutely I mean- not. Absolutely not. I had a, a fancy steak once. So there was a place in Toronto called High Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And I went there with Laura back before the veganing. So because obviously I could never probably get her back in there now. Yeah, that's like, a, was it BVAV kind of thing? Yeah, before vegan, before after, vegan yeah. after vegan. <laughs> so it was definitely before vegan. 
But uh, we went to the steakhouse and it, we were there celebrating. I had just gotten a new job and Laura's like, you can get whatever you want on the menu. And, and I, I jokingly pointed to like this enormous steak, like absolutely mm-hmm. enormous. I think it was like 20 ounces or something like that. Oh my God, Mike. No, it might have been. I think it was 16 ounces. Either way, That's an enormous, enormous big, steak. Yeah. And, and Laura's like, I will make you a deal. I will order you this steak but you have to eat the entire steak and every sliver of the side as well. If you don't finish anything on your plate, then you have to pay for the steak. Right. And I ate every damn scrap of that steak. I'll tell (laughs) you, it was probably the best steak I ever had, but. Oh, okay. Would I ever eat it again? Probably not because it was a little too much steak. (laughs) (laughs) 16 is a lot. Eight ounces is about enough for me. I'm I'm good with that, you know. Mm-hmm. If I'm real hungry, maybe like ten. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that's that's what we did. Other than that, uh, I just sort of took care of the kids while Tiff was taking care of herself. And yeah, so I'm older now, one step closer to the grave. Yeah, you know? one foot closer into the hole, right? Yeah, that's right. Those high school memories move just a little bit further away every single year, right? Like that whole, like, oh, it wasn't that long ago, like 10 years ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's like 17, 18. Or I guess so now it's like 20 years ago now. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Stop it. Don't say those things. But so here's the question now, because obviously the you said you had a present that was you not having to watch the kids. Did you have like an actual present as well? Like a fancy fun thing that you've been waiting uh, for? No. No. Oh, okay. I told Tiff, like, I don't I don't need anything, right? Like, if I, I, I bought myself a access point, wireless access point for outside the house so that I can have good Wi-Fi outside. So I guess that was my gift to myself. But, you know, like, Tiff and I, we have joint bank accounts and stuff. Like, if I want something, I just tell her, like, I would really like this. Are you cool with that? And she says yes or no. And it's like, great, I'll buy it or not buy it, right? So... <laughs> You know, I'm sure you're the same way. Like nowadays, the things you want are like $500, you know, and I would not want anyone to buy me that kind of stuff for my birthday. So, well, Laura, this is funny, actually, now that I now that I think about it is when we talked about Father's Day, I didn't actually say what Laura got me for Father's Day. Oh, OK. And what she ended up getting me was she got me Resident Evil Village for PS5. Mm-hmm. And she actually gave it to me a couple days early because she's like, do you want to do you want to play Resident Evil? Like, cause she, we've came to this conclusion. There was that Resident Evil demo that they did a few months ago, where uh, you could play it for like sixty minutes and only for sixty minutes. Right. And so, so to to blast through it, I played and Laura watched, and Laura actually really had fun with that. So she's kind of like, you know what? Let's buy the game. I'll be probably too scared to play it myself. It'll be like watching a movie if if you play through it so that's how we'll do it so she gave it to me early so that we could start playing through it turns out that week we were super busy and i didn't get a chance to play it before father's day anyway so it was kind of like here's your gift early oh we didn't ever touch it but also on father's day i got a gift from william and it was the mass effect legacy collection oh nice yeah so i have like all these games now and Laura's like, what am I going to get you for your birthday? And I'm like, you should have waited and given me Mass Effect Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, shit, I should have. Well, the, the birthday gift can be time to play these games. Though, this right? is true. Yeah. We have we have been playing Resident Evil. We're not very far into it. It's really funny because like this is this is light, light spoilers for Resident Evil Village. But if you've been paying attention to Resident Evil Village at all, you probably have stumbled upon these spoilers yourself because no one will shut up about them. Anyone who anyone who remotely is having a conversation about Resident Evil Village says this thing. And they all say, you know, this is part where it was just crazy and I wasn't expecting it, but I won't tell you what it was. But here's where it takes place. Like uh, everyone dances <laughs> right, around yeah. everyone dances around where it actually happens and because of that I know exactly where it's going to happen. We're almost there. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see what the hell everyone has been dancing around not saying what it really is because everyone's like uh, one of my coworkers who's already played it. He's like, "I can't wait for you to get to a certain part, but I don't want to say what it is." And I said, 
is it this part? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because everyone keeps dancing around it. I don't know what it is, but I know where it happens. So, yeah, so we're almost at that part. So when we get there, hopefully that should be an entertaining evening for everybody, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Laura's like, I don't know what to, to get you for your birthday. And truth be told, I don't know what you should get me for my birthday <laughs> either. So, yeah. Yeah, well, we're just grown-ass adults now, Mike. We're supposed to be getting gifts for our kids, not for ourselves, I guess, you know? I mean, I still get gifts for my kid. We we just get him gifts randomly. Laura Laura went Laura went to Marshall's to get, like, towels or something, and she came back with, like, an excavator toy for William. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, then. You know, keeps him entertained, right? That's the important thing. Yeah, he was very happy. Come yeah. to think of it, is that still outside? Ooh, that might still be outside. And if it is still outside, it probably got destroyed in the rain last night. Oh, is it like an electric toy? It's a, yeah, it's, it's uh, it, like you push the buttons and it makes noise and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last last I recall, it was outside. And we had a massive thunderstorm in the middle of the night. So... I feel like a lot of them are sort of, you know, maybe not waterproof, but water resistant. You know, because they know that they're being played with kids or by kids. Yeah, well, I'll have to check that after we're done the podcast. <laughs> Put it in a ba- bowl of rice after the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Mike, we should we should stop our sort of inane ramblings here. Why? Our inane so, ramblings are fun. I, I suppose they are. But it's like, what what have you been doing, Mike? What what stories do you have? Well, this weekend was actually not just your birthday. It was also my nephew Finch's birthday. And uh, if you want to feel old, I suddenly have a six-year-old nephew. Nice. nice. Yeah, that was a kind of like a, I was writing the card and I was like, is he actually six? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, uh, but it was very entertaining being around uh, a, a six-year-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old. And then William, because William loves spending time with his cousins. He's got to spend a lot more time with them as of late. And while we were hanging out, they, you know, they, they, they do their usual six-year-old and four-and-a-half-year-old things. And I wrote down this one thing that they kept saying. Um, one of the, the older one, Finch, continued continued to call his, co- his brother over and over and over again, Fart Maniac. Okay. it's a good name. I have no idea. I have no idea what the context was and where it came from. But I was very entertained by the term Fart Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a... A good thing to to point out. Finch really loved his present. We we heard from his parents what he wanted, and thankfully it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, he saw this in a store and he liked it, and he remembered that was the thing that he liked when he opened it, because we were all worried that he was going to open it and be like, oh, you know, like like completely. Because remember, you, you're a kid, right? You look at a toy store, you're like, I want this now, and then you completely forget about it, and then yes, suddenly, exactly. That's what I was just going to. Somebody say. buys it for you. And it's just like, who cares? Who cares? But no, he loved it. It was like the gift of the show, of the show, gift of the show. What was the gift, Mike? It was like this airplane. Like he he's really into planes right now. So it was like a big cargo jet, passenger jet. And you could like load cars. And so they had like dinky cars that came with it and you could load them in. We got it from uh, Mastermind Toys. And uh, he was a big, big, big fan of the whole thing. And. There's one thing that happened, and I got, I got to point this out, and uh, I'll tell the whole story, and then I'll give you my thoughts on the whole story. Okay, sure. But basically, William is enthralled with his cousins at this point, right? He follows them around. They say something. He mimics them. You know, I, I'm shocked that he didn't call anyone a fart maniac by the end of the evening, you know, but they had these bubble wands, like uh, somebody who gave everybody, because it was one of those parties where it's like, it's his birthday, but all the kids get presents, you know, like everybody got their own present, even if it wasn't their birthday. So all of the kids at one point got these bubble wands to play with. And William loves bubbles, loves his bubble wand. And he's playing with his bubble wand. And his younger cousin, Everett, who is the four and a half one, he is playing with his bubble wand as well. And then they go over by the pool. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not going to be good. So we sit down and like they sit down and they're dangling their feet in the pool and they're playing with their bubble wands. And so I'm basically just standing there guarding William, like the whole thing. So 
Everett starts dunking his bubble wand in the pool, and then okay. William starts dunking his bubble wand in the pool, like like dropping it in because it's got enough air in it. It bounces back out, that kind of thing. Sure. And they're they're having a fantastic time. They're having a fantastic time. William starts trying to put the wand in his mouth, so I'm trying to stop him. And suddenly I hear a noise, and I look up, and Everett has fallen face first into the pool. Nice. He is not very good at swimming. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, William is about to go right in after him. How do I save one child while preventing the other child from diving into the pool right after? (laughs) Right, right. Because neither of them are wearing flotation devices, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just kind of sitting there doing like my what do I do? What do I do? Because he goes face first and then he like he comes out of the water and he's trying. You can see he's trying to swim and he's not doing very good. And he's going right back under out of nowhere from the corner of my eye. All I see is this arm dart out, grab him and pull him out. It was Laura. Oh, nice. Laura just came flying in, grabbed Everett by the arm and just yoinked him right out of the water and dropped him down. He was super upset as mm-hmm. you can imagine he he was very scared because he was not able to keep himself up over the water and i i ran and got him a towel laura because laura's first like she saves the kid and then she's like is william okay because i mean really it's her kid right? right she william was william was fine but laura was like checking on him and i ran over and i got everett a, a towel and i kind of started toweling him off and then his parents came out and they're like, oh, thank you so much for saving him. And I'm like, I didn't do shit. It was Laura. Like, <laughs> Laura saved the day. Thank Laura. Yeah. So, yeah, no. So so big ups to, to Laura for for lifeguard on duty. Like, I didn't even know where she was. Like, I'm, I'm obviously I'm paying attention to the kids to make sure William doesn't fall in the pool. Not the other one. Apparently. Right, right. But Laura, she just came out of nowhere. I had no idea where she was. And she just reached in, grabbed him, saved him. So. Kudos to Laura for savior of the of the weekend. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, well, not exciting is the wrong word, but uh, it's it's good that thrill- it worked. It's out. a yeah. thrill, a thrilling story. Yeah. It was thrilling. Yeah, but like basically, what had happened was is he had dropped it. He dunked in his bubble wand mm-hmm. and had floated out too far. Yeah, so he tried and to so get he it, tried to yeah. grab it and, and and hilariously, this entire thing happens. And then he just went right back to trying to dunk the bubble wand. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, did he learn his lesson? Because I remember once Banjo tried to do the same. My dog tried to do the same thing. And he fell in once and he never goes near the pool ever. Right, again. right. Yeah. yeah, no, after after a certain amount of consoling from mom, yeah. his mom, not Laura, he was able to calm down. And, and basically, it's so funny. His, his brother is sitting there the whole time. And... <laughs> You know, kids say the the darndest things, right? So I'm trying to calm down Everett, right? And he's like, I was so scared. I was so scared. And I'm like, that's okay, Everett. You're allowed to be scared. And he's like, yeah, but I was so scared. And I'm like, Everett, if we didn't get scared, then we couldn't be brave. And I think it was very brave that, you know, you tried to swim and blah, 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 blah. You know, just trying to, to help him get through it, right? Right. And his brother's standing right there. And he's like, yeah, but he wasn't brave. He was scared. He was... <laughs> He was super scared, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a good yeah. time. Yeah. You can always count on the older brother to bring down the mood, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, no. So that was that was the entertainment of the weekend. But William, otherwise, he's doing OK. Singing a lot. Like, I think I've mentioned to you that he he sings, uh, but he is like, I don't even know where he's popping songs. Like, I assume he learns these songs at daycare, but like, he's all about Raffi again, which you don't know who, who that is. He he started singing the Hokey Pokey randomly tonight and doing like the dance along with it. And we're like, where the hell, where did the Hokey Pokey come from? Like, this is the first time he's ever done that. And mm-hmm. he knows like all the words. It's like, what is, where did this come from? <laughs> but uh, also, I believe your wife sent a snap of your son watching this superhero show on Disney plus this Marvel superhero show. Okay. So we were like, you know what? Let's show it to William. Cause William knows Spider-Man from his bed sheets. Holy shit. Does William love this show? 
Oh yeah, is oh, it good? I, I've never even watched it. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 about what you would expect from you know a kids show. It's like four minute episodes, where like to be honest, as a comics fan, I don't like what they've done with Spider Man. They've right, made him into course. a bumbling fool, but but they've made him into a bumbling fool so that children can learn lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, he he Spider Man. Which this is the one thing that's really weird about the show. I I can't even tell you what it's called. It's like superhero Marvel superhero something. It's on Disney Plus. Each episode's like four minutes long. Spider Man comes in and he and he starts telling a story, and it's a completely different animation style when he starts off the episode, and then he starts telling the story, and it completely changes animation styles to like super deformed little cute giant head people, and it's like, why didn't you just keep with the one? <laughs> the one design i don't know yeah but but basically spider-man shows up and he's just like hey everybody you know like you got to learn to pay attention and then he tells a story about how he like he wasn't paying attention and doc ock almost like crashed a truck into like uh, a whole bunch of onlookers but like if ghost rider hadn't been there they wouldn't have been able to save everybody right right you know so yeah so it, it's it's all these little lessons and and i i don't believe William is learning any lessons because he will not shut up throughout the entire show. Like I've never seen him interact with a show like he interacts with this show. Is this his first animated show? That this he's... is the f- we've shown him animated shows before, but this is the first time he's actually like, I would like to continue watching this. Yeah, he's been into it. Yeah, yeah. Like he he's literally like Spider Man, and then like Spider Man, the camera changes angles and it shows like somebody else talking, and then it cuts back and he's like, "There's Spider Man!" Like like <laughs> the entire show, like every time it changes camera angles, he's like, "There's Spider Man!" Spider Man does like a swing, and he's like, "Spider Man was over there," and then like. He like he does that thing where he like hangs upside down and he's like Spider Man upside down. It's like okay, yep. That you're he's basically providing running commentary on everything that Spider Man <laughs> right, is right. doing the entire episode. He does recognize a few other of the superheroes who have shown up because they've appeared in on his sheets as well. Like he knows who the Hulk is. Hulk is green. That's basically all he knows about Hulk. Hulk is big and Hulk is green. Uh, Captain America, he knows. And then really everybody else. Iron Man. Iron Man is also on the show. And then everybody else who's on the show is somebody who's not on his sheet. So he couldn't give a crap about them. But also Spider-Man is there because they're Spider-Man. So that's like literally all he cares about. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad he's enjoying it. Yeah. No, he loves it. He's all about it. Well, the good thing is is there there are books that you can buy, too, which I'm assuming is the same animation and stuff because it's like the Marvel superheroes one. Yeah, And it's the same kind of thing. They're meant to be books that they start reading, you know, like the sort of level one, level two, level three ones. Right, right. You know, we've bought them and we read them to them because why not? They're still cute little stories. And yeah, Ben loves them too. And it's funny because some of the books are like, you know, this is Iron Man. He's, you know, not a robot and he's got some sort of energy thing or like it kind of describes all the things. So now if you if you kind of show him like, who's this guy? He's like, he's not a robot. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right, <laughs> but you need a name associated with it, right? But so that could be uh, maybe some birthday gifts or something for William, or just a random gift out of the blue, you know? Yeah, I mean, we'll see what we can find at Marshalls because I'm assuming we'll inevitably be at Marshalls again. <laughs> yeah, probably. Soon, soon. Probably. May- maybe tomorrow because tomorrow is our second vaccination shot. Oh, exciting. Yeah, I booked off the day after just in case. <laughs> so, it seems like a good idea based on uh, everybody we've been talking to. It's weird. I think that people if the older you are, the less likely you're to have a reaction to the second one. There's a guy I work with and he's just turned 30 like I think he's about to turn 31. Yeah. And he he's the guy that we all kind of joke about at work that's like well, if somebody's going to get sick, it's that guy, you yeah. know, and and it was also a little dark, but we were all like, if somebody from the company is going to end up getting COVID, it's going to be that guy, you know, right? Because the guy, he's the one that's always sick. He got his second vaccination on Sunday as well, and he has been out since. Because nice. he has this whole thing where like his arms swelled up. Apparently it happens to like one percent of people. Lucky guy. It's <laughs> it's of course it's the guy who who always gets sick at work that it happens yeah. to. He's been out all week from work because of, of getting a shot on Sunday. It's kind of kind of hilarious because it's again, 
it's the guy that it would happen to, right? So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm taking no chances. Taking no chances. I'm hoping I'm hoping for a repeat of last time because I booked the day off the first time I got the shot, and I'm hoping that I just get a day off like I did last time. Yeah, why not? Because right? last time it was like my arm hurts, but I can do whatever I want. And in this case, we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed for the same thing. Yep, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you too, Mike. Yeah, I got a lot of things to do. I got to build a new desk, you know. And yeah. I mean, I got light switches to install. It'd be it'd be great. It'd be a perfect day. I got a fancy doorbell that I still haven't installed. I got one of those ring doorbells I haven't installed yet. Right. Yeah. We got one of those fancy doorbells because we realized, because I work in the basement, I can't hear crap down here. And uh, we've had a few occasions of, oh, the package is being delivered. Keep your head, you know, keep an ear out. And I don't hear a damn thing. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. So we we got one. We got a doorbell so that I can see whatever is happening outside when someone shows up versus... that's right yeah you can get the notification on your phone or something yep exactly yeah so. that's pretty much what our doorbell is too it's just the amazon delivery notification system you know that's <laughs> that's what we use it for most of the time yep definitely but, but yeah so how about you how's what's been ben been up to what, what did he do for your birthday did he give you like, a uh, nice he coffee came mug? running into my room and wished me happy birthday he was all excited about that and that was about it that, that was the extent of what he did, but it was more than I expected him to do. So that was uh, that was a fun surprise. But now, Mike, most of my stories are are pretty administrative this administrative. week. Administrative, yeah, yeah. But but before then, I, it was just you talking about William liking that superhero show. Ben has found this YouTube channel. It's called Hudson's Playground. Have I talked about this on this show? I don't think so. Is it the YouTube channel that my cat I set up for my cat? Yes, exactly. That exact one. No, it's uh, it's this little boy on on the farm and they just it's like, this is what farm life is. And like we're going to go, you know, cut the hay and bale the hay and sell the hay and all that type of stuff. And he is just enthralled with this. He's just absolutely glued to the TV. And anytime we're playing with his tractors in the basement, he's now cutting the hay and all that type of stuff. And. He knows every farm implement that there is now. And we can tell you the baler versus a cultivator versus a tiller. Like It's like this is all very important life skills for a child who will probably never see a farm in his entire life. Yeah, no kidding. But anyway, I just thought it was kind of funny. It's amazing what they what they grab onto and what they just don't give any cares about, right? So, so is it... It, I assume it's live action and I assume it's like real day in a life stuff. It's not yeah, it's like, like a, a vlog. It's it's basically Hudson's dad kind of vlogs what they do. And it's a mixture of, you know, they're doing goofy stuff because Hudson's got his little toy tractor or whatever. And then some of the stuff is like, we're here. We're literally driving in the tractor and this is how it works. You know, it's like a combination of the two. But yeah, it's all sort of like selfie cam kind of stuff. Interesting. You know, it's funny that, that you're talking about farming stuff because Laura and I were actually just watching on Amazon Prime Clarkson's Farm, okay, which yeah. is, yeah, Clarkson's Farm is Jeremy Clarkson from formerly Top Gear from the Grand Tour. All of the Amazon guys, like they all, all of them got their own Amazon show, all three guys. Basically, he's a rich man. He owns like a hundred acre farm out in London or not London in England. <laughs> if, right, if that'd yeah. be very impressive. If you owned a hundred acre farm smack dab in the middle of London, <laughs> but he owns this, this enormous farm and the guy who would run it for him. Cause he had his own, uh, like he had, a, basically he hired a guy to, to run the fields, et cetera, et cetera. He basically just wanted it to be like, this is the place that I, I live at and I have this sure, nice yeah. place out in the country and somebody runs all this stuff. And, and, you know, it's an investment because I, I also sell all the wheat that gets grown, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, his guy retired. So the show is about him doing it himself instead of hiring another guy on. Right. My grandfather owned a farm that he, he it's the same farm that he was born on mm-hmm. he lived there in, his entire life and i learned more from watching this show about farming than i did <laughs> for my grandfather i mean I, i'm sure it has more to do with the fact that i was a little kid and it wasn't really paying attention yeah, versus, yeah. versus this but yeah it was a really good show and it was really funny because when we also drove out to birthday 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 we drove out to laura's parents house because her dad turned 70 Mm-hmm. And we were getting a, having a get together for his 70th birthday. 
And on the way there, they live out in in uh, in Hagersville. So it's all farmland. I was there on the way there. We're like looking at the farms as we're driving and pointing out like all the stuff that we learned that we never would have really cared about before, like that we never would have paid attention to in the in the past. And it was really funny that we're just like, here we are talking about all this farming stuff. And like a week ago before we started watching this show, we wouldn't have cared, didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah. So I said to Tiff, I was like, oh, Ben and I should, you know, buy up a couple acres and we'll start a little farm ourselves. And then I got thinking about it. It'd be way too expensive to buy farming stuff right now because land is insanely expensive. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil what happens in Clarkson's farm. But if 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 you're interested, it, you should watch it because yeah. the, the end the end result. It's only eight episodes long. Mm-hmm. The end result of everything that happens is is very entertaining. <laughs> I will look it up, Mike. I will I will go on there after the show and take a peek. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, back to the Ben stuff. Yeah, he it's 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 nothing super exciting, but he's learned to spell his own name finally. It's no longer B L I P P I. It's mm-hmm. B E N Ben, which is great. I still don't think he could pick any of the letters out of a lineup, but he knows that's how it's spelt. He has switched over from saying, you know, like me and daddy and me and mommy to daddy and I and mommy and I. Like he he uses it correctly now which we never taught him how to do it. So I'm assuming he's just sort of maybe picked it up because that's how we do it. And I have this awful habit of correcting people who say it the wrong way. So (laughs) maybe that's where he got it from, but but that's good. And then uh, we finally found a daycare for Ben. Oh, good. Yeah, there's like a YMCA thing that's opening up. It's only, sorry, has just recently opened up. and it's kind of like a child-led learning thing, more or less the same sort of system that he was doing at his old daycare. And so he's going to start part-time while Tiff's on mat leave and then hopefully flip into full-time when she's all done. So it's pretty good. It's at the new school in Ancaster and everything. So I'm excited to send him. I think he's going to have a good time. Good, good. You know, and, get a little and bit of child interaction. Exactly. Right? I was about to say, spending time with the other kids is always a great time. Yeah, exactly. And then as far as Wes goes, uh, he's been super chatty lately, Mike, just making all these little baby noises and everything like that. And then he got his first vaccinations yesterday. Oh, fancy fun. He was not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that they give the three. They give like an oral one, like it's like a liquid or something. Right. And then they give the two in the leg and they opted to do both of them at the same exact time. Yep. I remember when they did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Ben, they did it one at a time, but these ones, they brought in the nurse and they stabbed him twice. But, uh, he did not like it. He recovered like he, he screamed himself to sleep, which was, you know, expected. But then later in the day, he would just was getting so mad and so upset. And we realized his legs must be super sore. So we gave him a little bit of the baby Tylenol because he's a big fatty at 14 pounds now. And that seemed to do the trick. But it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that, you know, they can feel pain <laughs> like this, <laughs> like enduring throughout the day. And right. this morning, he still has like a big lump out on his injection site and everything like that. So I feel bad for him, but it's for the best, you know. Of course, it's all there to protect him. That's right. Yeah, we looked at like the things that protect us. Like, well, that's like eight different diseases that you're now a third, you know, immune to or whatever vaccinated to. I'll never forget that when we did one of his injections, our doctor insisted that the nurse did it because she's like, I got to see him for the rest of his life. I don't want him to be mad at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nope, not ours. She was right in there. But uh, yeah, it was just funny. Like he's, he just started yelling and then got to the point where his mouth was open, but you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was just so upset and you feel bad. Every dog in the neighborhood's freaking out. Yeah, that's right. You feel so bad for them, but you know, what can you do? But Anyway, yeah, that's kind of all that's been here. Mike, like I said, administrative, just checking those boxes, you know? Well, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Well, hey, how about we do an update to a story that we've talked about on the show that finally had some some news? Sure. We were talking previously about the possibility of a Switch Pro. Yes, that's right. We we had lots of grand ideas of what we thought it could be. Exactly, and what, what it could be called and all sorts of stuff. Well... I guess it happened, but not to the the degree that anyone wanted it to. Right. So what I've been hearing is 
people I, i've heard it more than once for more than one person is they've called it the monkey paw nintendo switch where it's you know be careful what you wish for because you get it with with a twist so announced today was the nintendo switch oled mm-hmm. and it's basically the exact same damn thing with a better screen <laughs> yeah so it's a baffling choice isn't it like i i was you had brought up to me before the show so i was quickly reading through the specs and stuff and yeah the screen's a tiny bit bigger the internal memory is a tiny bit bigger and that's it like it's not a faster processor as far as i can tell it's not yeah. anything anything meaningful it's just yeah, storage is cheap now, so we upped the storage, you know? Like yeah, here, here's here's the list of, of all the features that have been upgraded. Mm-hmm. So the screen no longer is an LCD. It is now an OLED screen, which right. is good. OLED's better than... OLED is than, fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. It is a 7-inch screen versus a 6.2-inch screen. And also, the, the form factor is exactly the same. Like, the shape is exactly the same. It's the same size... The Joy-Cons are exactly the same, right? So that's good. So that means that all your old Joy-Cons will work on your new Switch if you decide to upgrade because there is inevitably there will be a lot of people out there who will buy the new Switch because it's a new Switch. You right. know, even even if they already own two different ones already kind of a thing. So oh, that's a plus. All of your old Joy-Cons will work. Also a negative because that means that your new Joy-Cons will also be susceptible to the same Joy-Con drift problem that is a major issue with the Nintendo Switches. <laughs> Have they not repaired that yet or fixed it? No, no. The, the The solution is is they stop charging people for repairs. That's the solution they came up with, which reminds me I still have to send them my drifted Switch <laughs> Joy-Cons. <laughs> so there's the new screen. They have added a better kickstand to the device the original switch had this one little like thin kickstand that everybody hated the new one is the entire shape of the body the entire length of the body think of it more like a surface you know like a a surface kickstand right right yeah makes sense yeah so it's along those lines a lot more bendable because the old one was just out or in that's basically all your options were as you said as a bigger memory the original switch had a 32 gig memory internal memory now the internal memory is 64 gigs. Mm-hmm. The dock now has a, a built-in Ethernet jack, which has never existed on a Nintendo system. No Nintendo system has ever had an Ethernet jack. Really? Yes. Wow. I guess I, I never really thought about it, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, even though online has existed for consoles since like GameCube era, like mm-hmm. uh, the GameCube... I believe the GameCube itself didn't actually go online. I think in Japan there was like an accessory that you plugged into it that could let you go online. But the PS2 had an Ethernet port. The Xbox had an Ethernet port. And then also the other systems, they had Ethernet. PS3 had Ethernet. Xbox 360 had Ethernet. But nothing else has ever had. They've had like dongles that you can plug into the consoles to give them Internet or Wi-Fi. They've had some, you know, they've had Wi-Fi but none of them have had a direct jack before. So that must, to me, that kind of says maybe they're trying to lean a little bit more into the online play because like wireless console is great. You know, you can connect, but it's not fantastic. You know, you, you know, a, a wired connection is always going to be better. So maybe they're like, okay, people want this whole, you know, internet thing. You know, that seems to be all the craze right now, right? Well, they've always known because obviously they they've had Wi-Fi in it, but they also sold for thirty dollars an Ethernet jack that would plug into USB. And and that's one thing is that they've actually removed a USB jack from the Ethernet or from the dock to replace it with the Ethernet port. So instead of having three, because I assume they, they must have been like, well, what were people plugging into that USB port? probably the ethernet jack and they just <laughs> right, yeah. took it right out so yeah so like i mean that's one less port for mm-hmm. people to use if if they that's what they wanted to do with it but yeah no it's interesting well i think you said mike and i think you kind of hit the nail on the head that it feels more like a refresh mm-hmm. than anything else it's like you know when the playstation 4 comes out and then they come release like the skinny version you know two years into it or three years into it that's kind of what it feels like to me is it's the same everything, just with a couple little bells and whistles just sort of tweaked up a bit. Yeah, like people people were really expecting like 4K and all sorts of stuff to happen. Mm. 
or or better processors as you were you were saying yeah but yeah none of that happened and really there there's precedent for this like i don't know why people were so surprised that nintendo didn't really do anything because they've been doing this for decades right like they did the game boy and then the like obviously there was the game boy color but the first upgrade to the game boy was the game boy pocket which was literally just the game boy again but smaller no no difference like the guts were the same and then the 3ds well not the 3ds but the ds the original version of the ds they did the dsi which was literally just the ds over again you know Mm -hmm. like it's the it's it's something that they do from time to time and it's never been like it's not like they they made a Wii and then halfway through the Wii's life cycle they released a new Wii that was better you know right. like so and and really the these upgrades have only really existed recently like the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X those were the first real like big upgrade systems right like the sure. Wii U didn't have an upgrade of any kind it was just the Wii U and buy no one cared mm-hmm. and then they came out with the switch so whereas their competition has all decided okay well we're going to do mid-generation upgrades that take us a half step to a new console nintendo's like same shit <laughs> yeah you get the same but that, that was going to be my question for you though is don't you feel like this is kind of like a swing and a miss you know i, I feel like you know somebody like yourself would look at, let's say, a, a faster Switch, you know, whatever. It has all the crap, but in the end, it runs maybe 4K or it runs it at twice the speed or whatever. I feel like somebody like yourself would say, okay, this seems like a worthwhile update. I will buy the new one and I can keep my other one for some other, you know, smaller thing or give it to my son or do whatever. But like this, you know, yeah, OLED is great, but what is the incentive for you, Mike, as somebody who owns a Switch already? to update to this i feel like there's really unless you're that guy who just needs to have the latest and greatest of everything i don't really see a reason to upgrade to it i feel like there's three types of people who will buy switches Mm -hmm. and and let's kind of look at how this appeals to to all of them yeah there are the people that play portably like only portably right and if that's the case you're better off buying a switch Lite because it's the same guts and it's like $100 cheaper. Yes. $150 cheaper actually. You're probably better off if that's the the intention of using it. But if you are a person who, you know, wants the who just plays docked, then there's no reason to buy this. Like it, it's literally the same as what you already have. Right. And then I guess there's the I guess I guess there's four people. There's people who don't own a Switch. People who don't own a Switch this is the switch to get. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. But then the other people who are left are the people who will just buy anything that has a Nintendo sticker on it and already probably have one of the, every other version of the switch that already exists. Right, and right. they're just going to buy this anyway. And they're so excited that, to give Nintendo their money already. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's interesting. Like it's going to be confusing. And it's exactly what happened when they did that refresh a little while ago, where they're like, here's a slightly better battery. You remember that one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Th- this one will be a little easier to figure out because it's a different box. Like the box is completely different. The last one, it was the, the, the it, it was the red box, but it was still the same box. Like it was, you know, exactly the same. This, they've changed the shape of the box. It's a square versus a rectangle. So, I mean, you're still going to get parents who are absolutely confused uh, at Christmas what they're supposed to be buying their kids, but it'll be a little less confusing because, I mean, if if you're paying attention, you can be like, oh, I want the box. I don't want the rectangle. Like, uh, But I, I feel like so many parents out there are going to be like, well, this is the same thing except $50 cheaper. I'll just get this one. You know, yeah, I mean, even somebody like myself who I've, I've always consider getting a switch, you know, an OLED panel is not that like, oh, yeah, got to have that one. You know, I'll, I'd rather save the 50 bucks yeah. and get the standard model. Like, uh, you know, if this was just if they came out and said, listen, this is another iterative step forward, just like the battery one, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we updated the battery and now the 2020 model or sorry, I guess 2021. We live in the future. 
you know, this has the better screen. It's like, great, I'm, I'm happy this is the new version, right? But to have it as a standalone thing, I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I, I feel I feel like at some point they're going to start phasing out the old one. And then the only option, the only option will be to buy the more expensive version. Yeah, which is fine. But they come out and say that then, right? Just just sell it. This is the new one. You can still buy the old one until we're out of stock. And then here's the new one. Don't kind of sell it as this sort of secondary option that really benefits almost nobody, you know? Yeah, but that's what they they've actually mentioned. They are they are advertising it as this is just another switch. Like they're not. They're not saying it's a replacement for the old one. So the oh, old one okay, isn't yeah. going anywhere anytime soon. Like if you go, if you go to like the Nintendo website, there's actually like a section that's like a switch for everyone. And there's like all three options are, are there. So there's the switch, the switch light, and then the switch OLED. Right. So right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they were. I think they were expecting a little bit more fanfare than they got, but it seems like a hit with like a big wet fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly a lot of people were really like i mean uh, to be fair these people build it up in their heads right like if you look at any of the statements that nintendo made nintendo never promised a, a switch pro ever mm-hmm. and all of the people who did promise it were like people like us who were reporting on rumors and speculation you right know? yeah so i mean i guess really all that says is don't listen to rumors and speculation <laughs> yeah stop listening to us yeah that's right well i mean obviously when we have something that's a little more concrete right like yeah this reveal here is it's it's happened you know like these are hard facts right mm-hmm. we can talk about this and and know what we're talking about when we're talking about rumors all we can do is is add fuel to the fire that's like oh man maybe it'll do this wouldn't that be great and you know like things like that and all we're doing is getting our own hopes up and everyone else's hopes up and then <laughs> When it doesn't play 4K games or have a better processor, then damn it, Nintendo, you lied to us. You know, mm-hmm. like that's right. Despite that's right. having never promised it once. No, it's true. But we can always dream that maybe one day they'll actually listen to their customers. But we'll see. It's yeah. hard to say, Mike. But hey, I mean, other people are taking Nintendo properties and doing things that are making them better. Like you were telling me about with super mario world in widescreen what that's true yeah people are figuring out how to hack the old roms so this is all emulator based so you know you can download any emulator you want put it on your computer and play your games kind of legally (laughs) your backups chris they're yes you can play your backup games (laughs) right on the on the computer or on your raspberry pi or whatever but yeah people are figuring out ways that they can actually turn these things into widescreen playable games because you know we all have widescreen televisions now and anybody who plays an emulator nowadays has giant black rectangles on either side of the screen and from what i can tell is the upgrades of these things are pretty straightforward it's more or less you drop another file in with the rom and you run one little program that updates the rom and all of a sudden it's working on a perfectly fine 16 by 9 aspect ratio and all the videos and stuff that i've seen have it running really good like it doesn't it's not glitchy or you know like the goomba doesn't pop in you know a third of the way onto the screen you know when it would for, sort of fit in that typical four by three fashion right like right. they all pop up normally and of course there's groups of purists out there who say it makes the games easier because you have more time to relax or, or sorry react and to them i say go yourself but uh, <laughs> but it is interesting it's really good um, from what i've seen it's mario world but they're planning on doing it with a whole pile of different games because it has to be done on a game by game basis unfortunately it's not like a you know release one patch and it changes everything but yeah for sure you know, they're hitting all the major ones i know one of the ones i was interested in was Star Fox because you know Star Fox on snes is a fantastic game as a child but i don't know mike if you've ever gone back and tried to play it but it, it feels very unplayable to me when you go back to play because it is so slow and so choppy. And so they've managed to get it sort of up to speed frame rate wise, but they haven't done the widescreen and stuff yet. So I'm hoping it kind of gets there, but you know that would be a game on my short list. I'd love to see updated. I think they're working on Super Metroid next is the, the next big game and everything like that. So I'm curious as how to how they would do a game like Super Metroid, because a game like Met- Super Metroid is is a game that it kind of side scrolls. Like Mario makes sense to me. 
Like yeah. Mario is always you're moving to the to the right and there's always new screen coming in from the right. Right. But when it comes to something like Metroid, Metroid, it scrolls along, but then you reach a door and it stops moving and then you go through the door. So I'm curious as to how they'll do that. Like, because I mean, in Mario terms, obviously, like Mario sort of stays where he is. No, nah, no, nah, nah, I suppose not. Yeah, he's got Mario some goes... some leeway. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Like, I feel like it wouldn't stop it at the edge of the widescreen. I feel like it would continue over a little more like the doors and such. Yeah, it could be because at least in the Super Mario world, you know, all of the the text, I guess, like your your GUI on the screen still is in that four by three section of the screen. It's really just the world that's expanded beyond. Um, so I would suspect for Super Metroid is, yeah, you would just see a little bit more wall, <laughs> you know, when you approach the door, that kind right. of thing. Yeah, because they're not doing like this huge hack to the game where they're rewriting everything. They're just. Well, I, I, I don't know how much work is involved. I assume it's a lot of work, but, you know, they're just kind of adding the uh, bigger picture window, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. But either way, I, I am going to download it and try it out, but it looks pretty good. Like I said, based on all the videos and everything, it looks pretty awesome. What would be super neat is once it's all said and done and everything's all figured out, if people could figure out how to transport these games onto the classics, you know, like the Super yeah. NES Classic and the because you have one of those. Like I have an be... SNES Classic that I have <laughs> not played for years <laughs> at this point in time. I'm sorry, Tiff, for you making you line up at a store, but uh, <laughs> but like it was very easily hackable. Like the first thing I did was go online and you know search how do you add every Super Nintendo game to this yeah, thing? How do I add it? all of my backups? Yeah, that's right. And I successfully added the backups that I wanted to. I yeah. probably could have added all 700 and some SNES games if I really wanted to, but it did not go that far. So maybe somebody can modify the firmware or something that way too, you know, where it'll support this. But uh, I think the only catch at this point is you have to use BSNES as your emulator for right. now i'm sure it will expand in the future but uh, yeah I, I don't know i think it'd be pretty cool at the same time i don't know if you've ever used like a, a raspberry pi as a retro or the retro pie have you heard of those before i've heard of those yeah i suspect those will be updated as soon as possible you know where you can play the regular four by three or you can play the 16 by nine you have the choice yeah that would that would be pretty cool i'm mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. well I don't know about you, Chris, but I'm actually super tired all of a sudden. <laughs> I am a very boring person, Micah. I'm very old now, as mm-hmm. we were establishing. We're, you're old, and I'm almost as old as you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, those days go by, and it's it's almost 9 p.m., and it's time to hit the sack. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds fulltimedads.com or you reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give it any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again. Guasu. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying something different. That that was brutal. Mike. I'm sorry. I'm brutal. sorry. Well, you know, it's it's a dad podcast. I got to make dad jokes. That's true. You do. <laughs>